Hey, what's going on, dude? Just chilling. I, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when you'd be sleepy? Uh, what would you do to not fall asleep in Cheshire? Usually, I would kind of like pinch, kind of like shift on my knees. That was kind of my go, one of my go tos. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd fo- I like improve my posture as well. Okay. Would you ever take a pen out and like hold it to your body? No. Did you do that? Yeah. Sometimes I do that. Take a pen, hold it to the palm of my hand. Then I fell asleep. It would pinch. Oh, yeah. So you had it, you had it opened so that you'd always yeah. have like ink on your hand. Yeah. <laughs> if it went awry, you would have a big mark. What? Okay. T- walk me through when you left, like the timing. Walk me through that, like when you left the Legion. Oh, that was, um, it was like assistance day. So it was in the fall. Oh, wow. Yeah. And happy, happy assistance day. Happy assistance See ya. See you later. Who, who was your assistant? Ah, uh, God. Uh, it, it wasn't. Wasn't brother Adam Zettel, was it? He's a good singer. Yeah, he he wasn't bad. Who was the other one? Diego Arregui was mine. I can't believe I remember his full name. <laughs> I don't. And I probably shouldn't have said it. Eh, who cares? I don't even remember. He stole my tuck once. But on assistance day, you 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 were November. You know, somewhere in the fall. I think it's October even. But that was your first year of novitiate. Oh yeah. So September we got our cassocks. Mm-hmm. One month later, you're yep. saying peace. Mm-hmm. Nice. We had a very similar story there. Well, yeah. So it was all. Did the Maciel news really come out that October? No, it came out in 2009. Oh, so you you you'd stuck with it a year later. So it was. It hadn't been a full year. Oh, okay. And yeah, but I was like. I was like, Father, I'm not reading. I'm not reading Maciel. Like, yeah, get out of here. He's like, well, it's part of our spirit. And which priest was this, Father? This is Burka. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. He he used to say like God works through shitty instruments. That was his kind of yeah. go-to line about that. Yeah. Yeah, which is not a line that I subscribe to. It's not a good line. Did you? <laughs> so <laughs> did you? So did you have that conversation with him and then leave pretty soon after? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like within the week. Oh, wow. So did you call... So you have that conversation with, with Father Berka and then you're walking out like, fuck this. Like, there's no way I'm going to read this guy's shit. Like, Yeah, and it was like, that can't be the hold up. Like, mm-hmm. if, if they're still going to hold on to that, then I'm, I, don't have a, I don't have a place here. Um, and it was, I think it was the right call. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously. Yeah. I wonder if they still read his stuff. I bet it's optional. You'd hope. Okay. So you were, you, you, you did you like, did your parents come get you then? Or cause you live, you know, yeah. in New York. So it's not that far, right? It wasn't, no, it's like an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, they picked me up 
Did you um, say goodbye to anybody or? I saw, uh, no, I got like, you know how they do it. You know, <laughs> yeah, so you, you just disappear. You just disappear. Um, yeah. I saw Matthew Heinen on the way out and I was like, oh, I'm, I'm leaving like deuces. <laughs> <laughs> did you take the cassock with you? Well, of course you did because it's no. nothing you had to wear. No, you left it. Yeah. Did you like leave in recreation clothes? Uh, I think I left in like a polo or oh, something. Okay. I don't know what I left yeah. in. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I didn't. I think I think I saw like maybe Stephen Cho too. And I was like, I'm leaving. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing you can say. Right. And it's there's like, really nothing. Especially like the first month. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh. What are you doing here? Um, yeah, so it was pretty uneventful. Yeah, and yeah, I, you just walked out the door in your polo, and, and I I left during recreation with your hand so. covered in ink. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still sleeping. No, I was. I think I was crying most of the way home. Uh, like missing your friends and stuff. Yeah, missing my boys. Because there's really. It would be really cool if they had like a send off, like a, hey, this guy's heading out, you know, he discerned it's not his vocation, but that the whole attitude of where he's just going to disappear tells you everything you need to know about how they feel about people who leave. Mm -hmm. The fact that there's no announcement, the fact that they don't have like a, hey, let's have a quick social, say our goodbyes, you know. It just shows this whole attitude of like, first of all, you're not supposed to be attached to anybody. And then second of all, it's like, if somebody does leave, they didn't persevere, you know, didn't yeah. do something right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's on them. And it's something that you don't want to repeat. Yeah. It's fucked up. But yeah. Kind of interesting to see how they played that. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was that was the that was the time though that I really did it. I said I was gonna leave and I did. Um, and, and you told Birdka like after the conversation, like, hey, I'm I'm gonna head out. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was like, like, I don't think I'm gonna do this anymore. <laughs> you just like rip your collar off and throw it on the ground and <laughs> walk out of the room. <laughs> well, that's that's the weird thing, like, because I, I told I told him that and then Father Justin called me like a day later or that day. I'm like, how did you know? Right. <laughs> and he was in New Hampshire. Is he still in New Hampshire at the time? He was still in New Hampshire, I think. But he called you. Dude, he called me too. Really? Yeah. Did he, What did he say to you? I forgot. He... I, yeah. No... Do you remember anything of it? No. Oh, okay. You just know he called you. Yeah. You yeah. Picked up that, <laughs> you pick, you answered the call. And I answered the call. Well, because you never got phone calls, so you'd always answer them. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I got a call from him once I... So I professed my vows for three months, and then I said, see ya. And then I'm home with my family. We'd just gone to Whataburger, and I was back at the house... And I had found out Michael Jackson died um, right. at some point in the, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago. I, I was like, oh, he's not putting out any more music. And they're like, no, he's gone forever. And right. I, said, oh, I said, all right, uh, that's, I that's remember that. dismal. 
Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of sad. And then, um, so my, my, my phone rings, you know, I answer the call too. Sure enough, it's, it's father Justin. And he says, Hey Spencer, um, or am I right in hearing that you told, um, you told your superior, like you're not coming back to Cheshire. I was like, yeah, that's, that's correct. He said, uh, well, Hey, you know, there's, there's a way to do this, you know, like, do you, do you want to come back and talk to us about it? And, you know, we can, we can work through this. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm staying here. I, I can, <laughs> anything you need to say, we can just talk on this phone. And so that was that. And, uh, he never called me again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's up to. I don't know where he is. Is he in Rome? I, I miss that guy. He's I a don't good know. He had the slickest hair, didn't he? Like it was just slick. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, and he was always kind of had this twitch. Like I thought he was on like drugs or something because he was kind of twitchy. Mm. I know what you mean. Like the he had a, a like a little pep to his walk. He had a little, he had a little co- cocaine attitude in him. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you could probably say that about most legionaries because they just ran such high energy all the time. Yeah, like they were pushing themselves internally like this clockwork machine that they're trying to like ramp up yeah i was gonna say most of them are like that yeah and, and uh, they're not eating healthy like where are they getting this energy you know it's just this constant and it's energy that's totally wasted you're just okay you're doing dishes for christ poor cristo well i mean the energy he spent on like those sockball wars was pretty cool that was pretty fun that was yeah. well worth it yeah and what's ironic is I don't follow sports at all now or play them really. I mean, I, I get in these adult leagues once in a blue moon just for the hell of it. Yeah. Have you ever have you done an adult league? And no, I yeah, want they're, to. They're fun. Um, this girl was kind of a bitch to me though. She was always like, "Oh, you're you you missed that. Like you should have been there." And I'm like, "Bitch, you kind of missed your spot." <laughs> It's like who cares? This is, I mean, there's pe- we're drinking in between games. Like, why, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why are you like getting on my ass for missing a volleyball? I mean, come yeah, on. it's not a million dollars we're playing for. No, and we're in like the B division. Like, there's an A division where it's like people who really want to be competitive, and you actually click that box when you sign up, and then there's our box which you click where you're like, oh, I'm just kind of you know, beer wanted to have companionship and yeah, beer league. And so I, I checked that box and those are my expectations. Yeah. Uh, her, my, my, co- my uh, coworker, my teammates were very different. That's weird. Why were they? Uh... Right. It's like, maybe you should have read the thing better. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there wouldn't be enough people if they didn't want to yeah. compete. You know. had to have two girls on your team. So I think she was like called in to do it. Oh, you had to one of those well, she didn't have to i mean she still could have said no <laughs> we're all adults here <laughs> that's true it's the adult league but yeah. what if they tricked you with wise words sounds like some legionary shit right there right it does um i i was watching the oa i don't know if you've seen it seemed like an episode and it didn't really get me hooked but tell me more uh, it's it's pretty good yeah but, um there there's a one of the the main plot is that the girl gets kidnapped um 
and the kidnapper has kind of a uh, like a smart vibe to him and when he would like he he's like trying to convince her to come be part of his experiment and it sounded like it reminded me of the legion a little bit like how they were like promises right and and it was it sounded nice on the outside but then when you get there then you get there well <clears throat> i didn't really feel the sense of betrayal until novitiate did you feel it more i mean i guess i did with like calling your parents only once a week that was kind of tough for me but did you did you feel that kind of sense of betrayal in apostolic school too um maybe not betrayal but like kind of duplicity or like saying one thing but being another mm. um but i didn't notice it at the time as well, well. give me an example like, i'm curious like I, maybe i'll be able to relate um i don't know um well obviously all this stuff with our families like yes saying how family was so important but then at the same time they would do anything they could to defoo um yes like you're not supposed to really be open with your family fully that was actually a thing that was said which is crazy yeah because it's like they wouldn't understand yeah they won't get it (laughs) god dude i can't believe that remember that (laughs) i mean now it's kind of coming back (laughs) yeah yeah, there's a lot of, there was a lot of mistrust zone. Yeah, yeah, the, there was that. Yeah, that's fun. Um, <laughs> so much fun. But I do think it's kind of like that, like they talk about being pro family, and how like pro-life. yeah yeah pro life pro family. <laughs> it's like I don't know about that. I will give them credit for this. They didn't really get into the political stuff in a lot of conversations that I had. Like they, I, I noticed they were never concerned about who is president or anything. They were never talking about like um, pro-life or, you know, the death penalty. Like a lot of these moral quandaries were never really brought up. Like you were just kind of in the zone. We're doing our prayers. We're, you know, we're having our sockball wars. We're, you know, combing our hair, getting in our bathing suits occasionally you catch somebody jerking off in the shower i mean that's it, it was it never really super like now i go into conversations in my corporate job and everyone's like oh biden this or trump this and i'm just like eh, i don't really know if i care i think that's also a difference in time yeah i i, I don't think that people were talking about this stuff as much before it's true yeah yeah maybe it would be the case now but pro-life stuff was pretty big back then and it wasn't really brought up that much it wasn't as on the nose but still like they would they would um definitely let their bias through Um, i guess it was almost assumed that we were all on the same page and on the same team so we didn't have to bring it up maybe it was one of those well, yeah. like Father Stephen Lashinsky would read from Dinesh D'Souza. I forgot about that. And like that was in class. Oh God, Dinesh is rough, man. Yeah, that's a rough one. He's probably the, yeah. He's like I, I love the debates with him and Chris Hitchens because they're hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> Dinesh is just this bumbling like 
incoherent guy and then Chris is just laying into him. <laughs> it is kind of funny, but yeah. I I didn't really appreciate the readings of that. Um even back then I thought like this guy seems kind of hokey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um <laughs> but Far Stevens like he's so smart. Like okay. All right. Right. did but you I, have did you have religion class of father james as well no i had that and we had to like memorize the definition of freedom in the catechism and um that's about the only thing i remember from it yeah that sounds like a shit class it sucked yeah yeah because yeah that's right we did memorize a lot of stuff in the catechism mm-hmm. and i forgot all of it they were big on memorization in general. Like you get to novitiate, you're memorizing the Gospel of John in Greek. You're memorizing the constitutions. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I don't remember any of the constitutions. Like I, I literally can't quote anything from it. But I, I still remember a little bit of the Gospel of John in Greek. Isn't that yeah. nuts? That is pretty yeah. cool. It's pretty interesting. I remember one of our Except readings. it's very useless information. It's, it's completely useless. Yeah, never comes in handy. It'll never come up. It'll except now. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) but even then, I'm not gonna like sit here and (laughs) start spouting it out. Well, we'd have no way to check you anyway. Our right, no one has access to the gospel anymore. No, no. Um, I bet you could find someone reading the gospel. Greek, probably, yeah, you probably on, on YouTube. Huh. Yeah, um, yeah. I remember a passage that I read for Latin Mass. I still remember the. I still remember the passage a little bit. Was it like? Uh, uh, oh yeah, it, I forgot we had to like read in Latin for Latin yeah. Mass, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was a reading from St. Paul. Yeah. And you'd just be sitting there like, why, why are we doing this? And then I remember like some of the priests weren't great at it. Like they didn't really, they kind of just muscled through like yeah. Father David and Father Stephen. Yeah. They, they weren't, I mean, Father Victor, I mean, he was like, an, he literally could speak it. So yeah. you know, it was just another day in the office for him. Yeah, he, it was easy. He's like, oh, good, not English. Do you remember like you'd walk in, Father Father Victor would just start talking in Latin to you, and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> and then he'd God. be surprised that you didn't understand him. Like the stuff they could actually do as priests a long time ago was actually admirable. Like mm-hmm. some of that's just actually kind of cool. Like he could talk in Greek and Latin. I mean, I mean, now you get priests and and they just you know, they get up and do these homilies that just bore your tits off. Meanwhile, Father Victor gets up there and he just starts telling stories or, you know, making fun of somebody in the front row. He was a comedian, basically. Yeah. Like <laughs> doing his crowd work. He was doing crowd work. Yeah. He was literally doing cra- Father Burke was actually pretty good at that, too. Like he would just start ripping on people. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll give Father Burke some good public speaking. I mean, but Father Vic- Father Burka seemed to kind of flex on us a little. Like he would yeah. show off his vocabulary a lot. 
Like he'd pull words out of his ass that I had never heard. And he, like, what is he doing right now? He, he kind of did it with his like smile, like yes, look at this, right? Like it is, he. I noticed it got really bad when like a higher up would show up at church. Like he would, his vocab would just start. I think Father Alvaro or, or somebody like one of the territory directors showed up, and his homily was almost incomprehensible because his vocabulary was just so ridiculous. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> annoying. Dude. Yeah. Were you, were you there in novitiate when we had the, um, I think it was maybe every first Thursday of the month or every Thursday, like one of us would go up and like give a talk about something like, like a gospel reading. You'd read, you read like a passage and then have to talk about it for five, 10 minutes. No. Hmm. I'm glad I missed that. Yes. It was, it was kind of fun though. Cause it was my, it was my one moment to like be in front of an audience and like, you know, work it yeah like i would try to be funny and like brothers would always be hey you you really shouldn't be funny like this is jesus like you're really jesus is standing right next to you how can you you know i'm like does what he i mean it never heard him give a fuck before yeah (laughs) he's just chilling like yeah i've seen this before isn't he loving isn't he all loving like shouldn't he be having a good time and jesus was definitely pulling some jokes with his boys yeah. You know he had to. He like I don't know what he would do, replace her swimming trunks with jellyfish or something. It's interesting how many times you'd be there and like the, the they really made an effort to like pretend Jesus was real in the in the in the Eucharist. Like I can't tell you how many times they would like reinforce that too. They you, the the priest would be like talking and be like especially like during benediction you'd be like jesus is literally right here present in the eucharist and then he just starts like talking quietly as if jesus doesn't like loud noise or (laughs) just kind of interesting shit like that yeah he has a really bad case of tinnitus and he yeah he's like please keep it down yeah yeah like and that's actually a theme like if you ever go to and if somebody like people get really mad like if your phone rings or something in church like as if jesus is up there like oh that piece of shit back there letting us you know <laughs> <laughs> like what why this is church like who cares well god cares <laughs> and if god is always present why do you have to act one way in the church Oh, but he's physically present in the church. What, what is he? What kind of presence is it outside of the church? Then is my follow up to that. Yeah, and where is the boundary? Yeah, where where do you draw? He, he's present, body and soul in the Eucharist. Well, what is his body? Like, yeah, <laughs> is his body gluten free? I mean, <laughs> what's happening? and they have to decide really if it actually is jesus or not because they do this whole dance where it's like well no it's really bread but it's really jesus yes when is it really yes it's really it's three persons but it's one actually it's this actually mary was a virgin but she had a child (laughs) there's a lot of that one (laughs) there's a lot of those kind of impossibilities that they i guess you just have to believe Take it on faith, you know. 
You just gotta believe, brother. Brother. Do you believe? Not anymore. Oh. Not anymore. I believe pretty hardcore though. I was I was I was definitely um definitely in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. Weird times. I don't really know what I believe in anymore. And a lot and that like kind of disgruntles me only because I get annoyed with people asking me what I believe and then being like, Oh, you have no answer. You're so you're searching for something deeper. Hmm. It's like, no, I just like, I, I don't really think anybody knows what to believe. It, I mean, I mean, we, we don't know anything really. Like, yeah. Do you, do you ever get the people who ask you like what you base your morality on? Yeah, I get that a lot. That's really fun. It's a really fun one because it really assumes that you have to base it in some like dogma or something outside of yourself. Like, mm-hmm. like if you don't do that, then you're doing things wrong. Right. And that, you know, you, you can't possibly have any kind of principles. Yes. If you're basing... Of- yeah. And I mean, I get it if somebody's like murdering a bunch of people and it's like, okay, that person there has, you know, some imbalance in his brain or some kind of a, you know, something's up, you know, mm-hmm. but that's not really a question even of like, oh, that's because he's not following Jesus's teachings. It's, it's more like, well, what is his, what is his deal? Like, I mean, that's what I feel like I know this is going to go way off topic, but like the whole, the problem of homelessness, like people want to reduce it to laziness or a problem of like, you know, all the government, but maybe there's some in between thing where it's like, no, maybe there's like mental health or, you know, there's no resources for these people to like, you know, it's, we, we just want to kind of, I don't know where I'm going with this. Well, yeah, I think I think that you you know there is a mix of issues that go into that problem, yeah. and it's not going to be solved by one party. It's going to be solved by multiple parties. Finland oh. figured it out apparently. Oh yeah, I saw some article that said Finland solved homelessness, and it in the in the cover had a picture of a bunch of like government housing on it. So I guess they've done it if Google Shit. says so. They probably did those those bastards over there. Yeah, they only like ten people that live there. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're all living there for free. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, shout out Finland. Shout out Finland. And we'd be remiss if we. <laughs> I'm shout, out, shout out Swomi. That's how they. That's how they say Finland in Finnish. Swomi. Yeah. There was this girl I met. She had a, a tattoo of Finland on her arm. Oh, and and it said Finland in like the language of oh, so I guess it must have said Swomi, and she couldn't pronounce it. Oh, <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, this says Finland in like the language of of, fin- of Finnish, or maybe it was Swede. I don't remember." But I was like, "Oh, so like, what does it say?" She's like, "Oh, I don't really remember how to pronounce it." Oh my gosh! Like, well, that that's she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> nice. I try to get like a tattoo in like whatever country I visit." I was like, "So cool." And she was like, "Yeah, I'm a bartender at uh, you know." Uh, moonshine deck if you want to come out in Houston. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, well, that's that sounds like <laughs> didn't a, have a punchline to that story. It's no, just, that's it just what sounds it like it sounds like a person. <laughs> it it is a person. Mm. <laughs> or like a like a type of person. Yes. I get yes. tattoos of wherever I travel. Yes. <laughs> Not sure they have no meaning or or significance for me, but it's like okay, that's cool. What do you, what do you think about what do you think about the um the cosmetology the no the um <laughs> the uh the Taurus and the Gemini's and the do you do you kind of oh. see anything of value to that? No, sure. But if people want to do it, I say let them. Um, yeah usually these people aren't dogmatic about it they're just like i believe this yeah and it's like I, i've straight up told them many times like oh yeah i don't i don't really subscribe to that and i don't really get any pushback or any like oh no let's try to bring them over yeah no like, that's right i just say too like oh, i don't really i'm not really into that stuff but it's cool if you are like yeah 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 you, you. that's what i say to catholics too i just say like yeah i'm not really about that but it's just a different reaction from them at that point it's usually like well you know like tell me more and i'm like i don't really want to (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to i don't want to right now i really feel like it engage with me yes that's what it sounds it's interesting because you don't nobody really does that about anything else Mm -hmm. like Oh, uh, well, okay, unless you're the taste buds and you got Joe DeRosa and uh, Sal Volcano arguing about like Frosted Flakes versus whatever, you know, in that case, they're going to battle it and try to, but it's more for the entertainment value. Yeah. Um, But for the most part, like you don't really get debate about, you know, which STD you'd rather not have or, uh, you know, or like people trying to convince you of one, one thing or the other throughout life okay never mind that's not even true at all well i like your debate I, topic but yeah yeah let's debate that let's debate debate, let's debate. <laughs> well i'm kind of glad that people don't come at me more with the debate stuff because it's kind of tiring it is it is like i've given up on on facebook entirely good. yeah keatsman's done that too and shout out keatsman it wasn't like it used to be fun just to shit post and stuff. Yeah. And like drop something hot and you know it's gonna you know it's gonna get hits and you don't right. care. Right. But now it's even like even that's like, okay, I'm I'm tired of that. Yeah, you lost the dopamine rush you I used lost to get the dopamine from rush. Yeah. Which is I, I good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You you do you feel like you know, less confrontational. I feel less... liberated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What do you feel when you talk to successful people like Stuart on the last podcast? Like, what what emotions do you have when you? So maybe this is probably just me, but like, it's just like, oh, I see someone living a dream, and you know, I haven't followed through with mine, and it's like, oh no, like I need to. Like, it's inspiring, but it's also like it fills me with regret. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it fills me with regret, but it, that's good. It definitely made me feel good, you know, to see a bro making it, dude. Yes, and and doing things, and and just Popping doing off. doing what he wants to do. Yes, like to me, that's the coolest thing. 
That is the coolest thing. Um, I, yeah, I, I think that's what I normally, I, I normally get out of it. Like a, you know, just a joy. That's awesome. My bros or my sisters succeeding. Yeah. Shout bros outs. before hoes. Shout outs to them. Dude, big shout out. I mean, Stuart, what an impressive dude. I mean, check out uh, Patriot, you know, uh, on Amazon because he, he's a stand in. He's there. He's um, there, dude. Yep. Pretty cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just thinking, you know, that, like this episode is going to come out like months after. Yeah. Yeah. The Stuart <laughs> interview. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> well so you already have seen it love you Stuart. love you Stu, man (laughs) keep keep doing what you do inspiring me and uh you know that regret i feel just know i'm trying to transform it into inspiration (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah we we gotta do open mics or something yeah let's do it man I, I, i i'm trying to build some material but then i like say it to myself out loud and i'm like oh no it's not funny it's not even remotely funny <laughs> i sent one to keith smith and he's like he's like really glad you ran it by me uh that would bomb <laughs> when you ask your friends hey yeah. can i can i run this by you yeah <laughs> and they're like oh no <laughs> it just wasn't funny yeah not even a little bit yeah right i love doing that yeah, I can't wait to go bomb in front of a live audience. Hey, it makes you better. Maybe I'll go like with the drunk, drunk crowd, you know, to the 2 a 1 a.m. crowd where they're just heckling you, mm-hmm. heckling everybody who goes up. And then, you know, I'll be drunk, too, so it won't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Not too drunk, but yeah, I think it that would work. That would be a, yeah. be a cool vibe. Go with like the least route of least resistance for a little bit until you get comfortable. Gradually go into the sober crowd. <laughs> I feel like you could bomb in front of a drunk crowd too. Yeah, easily. Maybe even more so because they're just yeah. like, they're just disconnected. Mm, yeah. When I'm drunk though, I'm pretty easy to make laugh. I could just say, Dick. He's like, oh. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't know if I could do that anymore. Yeah, just getting obliterated or laughing at dicks? Laughing at, laughing at. I mean, I can do that for sure. Sure. If it's in the right context. Right. But just on its own. Just on its own. It has to be the right people in the right time. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Just thinking now, yeah. Actually, I think in any context, dick is funny. Never mind. (laughs) Dicks are pretty funny. A lot um, of veins. A lot of veins. A lot of veins. A lot of, what? <laughs> I guess so. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Recalculating. <laughs> no, just looking at looking at the stopwatch. That's all. <laughs> damn it, Jacob, for not being here. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Having kids and all. Come on. Having kids and a family. Mm-hmm. And oh, he still hasn't seen the message. That's why. Jacob. I'm, I'm glad we didn't wait for him. Yeah, we would have we been here a minute. Would have been here a minute. Um, yeah, man. 
What was I going to ask you? I thought I had something to ask you before the podcast. Oh, well, I don't. Mm. Um, oh, so my, my greatest fear was realized this week. Uh-oh. My soundboard went off during a, a, a group conf- uh, conference call. Soundboard? Yeah. What, what, what's a soundboard? Oh, like one of your wow. Yeah. Like in a business meeting. Yes. <laughs> Which one went off? No, not this one. Which... Oh, I forgot. Which it was it was uh yeah, is that one? Really? The the yes. Larry David? Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. And then and yeah, and I, I realized it's like the perfect one to go off in that moment too. Yeah, I mean it could have been worse. Yeah. Um so I, I muted myself and they didn't know who did it, so that was good. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> was it in a good time? It was timing. Yeah. The client was talking and nice. it was great. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it was funny. My, my boss was laughing. So I'm like, okay, it's safe. Yeah. Did he know? Did he know? It was no. <laughs> he still doesn't. I might tell him, but. Might not. Yeah. That's funny. Might not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I always said like, don't use your number pad when you're, you know, make sure you mute yourself first because it's connected to your soundboard. And I didn't do it one time. Uh, what can you do i feel like the more i tell myself to do things the less i remember to do them mm -hmm. like i'll tell myself okay we're gonna set the alarm at this time and do this and this and if i say it like 80 times in my head it doesn't stick and and i've i suck at people's names dude like i i try to remember uh like my mom taught me to always like think of okay this guy has freckles so you know, if he's Frank freckled Frank or, you know, kind of make like a thing of their what they look like against right. their name. And it just even that doesn't really work for me. Also, I feel like I feel bad about it. Like in my head, I'm like, oh, man, I'm like making a joke out of this guy's face yeah. <laughs> to remember his <laughs> yeah, name. Like yeah, I, yeah. I feel guilt for that has to be true Catholic guilt there. Guilt about your own thoughts. Yeah. That that's like got to be the you're height making, of Catholic guilt. You're making a joke about someone, and yes, where you're going to hell. Yes. No, it is funny, um, and I, that was something I felt too. Like you, you're essentially making fun of someone, and that's kind of like I mean, you're not making fun of them, but you're you're picking on something, mm -hmm. and you're making it them. Yes, it is funny. It's funny. It helps to remember that. names that way if if it works for you. But I'm just that bad at names. Yeah, and I also feel like there's very little, like, pun work that can truly like. I don't know. The names I have to remember. I, I don't know. Right. Um. Yeah, I. I have to remember a lot of names too. And I, whew, you know, you get to it eventually, but yeah. um, I have to write them down. Is your job pretty phone call heavy? Like you're answering a bunch of different no. calls from different people. 
Not, not really. Um, mm. It's more going in person. I like that. Yeah. A lot of driving. A lot of driving. A lot of podcasts. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of podcasts. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of time for podcasts. That's um, a cool job in that sense. That's a cool job for that. Yeah, yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of meeting people and talking to people. Yeah. Um, introducing yourself to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I every store I go to, I need to know four or five people, and that adds up after you know 100 stores you're like you're looking at a small comedy show it's true of like an audience like knowing everyone yeah man but i don't know you do what you gotta do you gotta make that money you gotta pay them bills you gotta call at&t and you know get them to fix your shit Tell who them you, how their pricing sucks and how you need to, you know. Who do you have for internet? AT and T. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that sucks. It, it's like the one you're supposed to have at this complex too. So I'm like, I don't really know another way around this. Uh, oh, you can't get Verizon. I just need to get like a Mac. I probably should never have had this dude build me a computer because I don't. Uh, what was I thinking? I don't know the first thing about computers. So, like. I really should have thought this through a little more. Plus, I love Max. I love Apple. I'm like, what was it? And I love GarageBand. I'm like, why the fuck did I get a giant desktop computer built by someone? That is true. Why did you? I was just promised like, oh, there's so much more memory when you get it built by someone. And, you know, it works so much, you know, faster. And sometimes true. Yeah. Well, in my case, I can't connect to the internet, so that's not great. But I mean, that's the thing, though. I'm not tech savvy, so I really should have just stuck with Apple and, you know. What kind of, do you know what kind of uh, internet card you have? Is it a killer? Um, no, I, I don't even know the first thing about that. Mm-hmm. No idea. Because that's usually like the, pro- the, there's usually no problem with internet connection. Oh really? Yeah. That's the internet card. Yeah. Yeah. But I was gonna say if it was like a killer internet card, I would understand because those suck. Mm. I used to have one on my old my old rig and I would always lose connection. Ugh. But But you anymore. have a built computer then. So you have a built one. Yeah, but I built it. Oh wow, dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, no, it's easy to build computers now. That's doesn't take that much. Okay. You know, like it, it you could you could learn in you could in an afternoon you could figure out how to put together a computer. Hmm. And like like what the parts mean and compatibility issues and things like that. Yeah, I probably could. I just I mean there's no to. point if you don't want to. Right. It's an interest of yours though, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, I used to be used to be into it more. Yeah, yeah. I haven't bought any because also like you can't buy computer parts now. Oh, okay. Like the, the graphics cards are impossible to buy. Oh, because of the shortages and stuff. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. the Bitcoin farmers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. Yeah, I know it sucks. Mm-hmm. I have to upgrade my computer and I can't because I'm like 
Uh, it, mm, can't find it. Can't, can't find a part. And I don't want to pay $4,000 for a card. No. So I'm not going to do that. That's, yeah, it's a lot of money. Oh, well. But, um, oh, did I tell you I got my medical marijuana card? No. Yeah, dude. So now you're just, you know, you're good. Got my little vaporoonie. Nice. Is it better yeah. to vape weed or is it better to smoke it? Um, I think I vaping so. is vaping is better. Okay. Okay. I think. I love like vaping and I love hookah bars, so I imagine I'd probably feel the same way. Yeah. Well, I mean, hookah is technically smoking, but. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, really? Okay. But it's it's a cool experience. It feels uh, like not, vapes. It feels like a vape. That's why it's dangerous. Because it's so easy to suck it in. Yeah, man. There's nothing. There's no quicker head buzz than a hookah. Ooh, you're not kidding. Yeah. Just sitting there like, fuck. You did you that were... in Egypt a lot, right? That oh, yeah. Thing? Oh, yeah. That was that was because that's that's all they do. Yeah. They just sit outside and drink coffee and smoke hookah. I want to try some Egyptian. Is it is their coffee pretty bad? It's it's not bad. It's just you have to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they make it. They make it with finely ground coffee, and hot water and heat, and they basically just pour the whole cup in. Hmm. So with the ground coffee, so you know you don't drink all of it. Um, oh, okay. Because the bottom is sludge. Yes. But it's it's a little sweet. You know, it's a little, it's okay. It's not as bad as it sounds or looks. Yeah. We got to go to Seoul though, man. Ever since we started talking about Korea and twice and how <laughs> hot all those, all those singers are, I just can't, I, get, I can't stop thinking about it now. Yeah, we got to go. Oh my gosh. We should book a concert of theirs in Seoul. Go be in the front row breathing hard and <laughs> get their autographs after. Yeah, I don't know if we get their autographs, but no. Well, let's let's spend fuck you money and then just you know get a backstage pass, see them, and you know. I don't. I don't know. That's really expensive. That'll be very expensive. They're pretty popular. It looks like I found them like on the Ellen Show and all kinds of shit when I was on YouTube today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of. (laughs) They have they have reach, man. And they have so many like singers in their group. Yeah. Twice is not the right band name. It should be like cheaper by the dozen or something, or <laughs> <laughs> thrice at least. I mean, come on, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they're well, their fans are called onces. Oh, so figure that one out. Um, yeah, it's uh, that's an add up, but the, no, they they have some they have some real bops, yeah. Some I just heard the one song today. They kind of do this whole kind of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what is? What's that? <laughs> it's it's its own genre for sure. K-pop is its own genre. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's funny. It's playful. It's like a playful, fun, heartwarming kind of music. Yeah, yeah. In its own in its own right. Yeah, a little bit of a turn on too, mixed in with that. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I just find it to be so. They're all over eighteen, funny. right? Yes. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> it helps yeah. to know. Yeah, no, don't worry. I won't won't lead you astray. Thanks, bro. I'll give you a warning. Yeah. Whenever yeah. whenever there's a reason. I really appreciate that. About no you. problem. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Tom Brady. Shout out. We'd be remiss if we didn't mention the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay. But shout out Patrick Mahomes too. Great season. <laughs> god i love hey babe shout out hey babe hey babe is an amazing fucking podcast if you're here you should be over there listening to them (laughs) if you're bored by us you should you should be listening to them for sure why would you be bored by us that's the thing we're i mean we're eminently funny yeah just killing it up here One day, um, one day will be funny, and y'all will wish you had stayed tuned in to, <laughs> to the Cucks for Christ. One day, one day it's gonna be really funny. <laughs> y'all will all regret the day you stop listening. Well, this is this has been a really good tired podcast. Yes, and you know if you're bored, we apologize. We're just trying to stay awake over here. We're just very tired. We're very tired. I mean, you're a you're an hour ahead of me, so. Do you work tomorrow? Nope. Good. Yeah, me neither. But I still, oh, m- I might have to wake up a little early, get some groceries. Oh, for what? Some shit. Well, I'm trying to get groceries for a Sunday thing, and then I'm going to a bar crawl where I'm not going to be drinking because trying to make new friends. That's what you do. Is just oh, shit like that. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, making friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Well, I mean, someone's got to. Someone's got to. You know. Um, if it's not you, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. I went on a bar crawl four years ago. I, I don't go on them often because I... Well, I lost my iPod the last time I went. So. Oh, I thought you were going to say your virginity. No. That'd be funny. Yeah, it'd be pretty. No, uh, I'm holding on to that until yeah. 30. But it would make a lot of sense if you lost it on a bar crawl. <laughs> <laughs> My gosh. But you lost your iPod. I mean, yeah. that sucks. Back when mm. iPods were a thing, I remember that. No, this wasn't. They weren't even a thing back then. This oh, was 2017. Oh no. This was. I had a little, little Nano, that I got just for music. That's cool. And. Uh, yeah, back when headphones were a thing. Those little yeah. nanos were still kind of nice. I mean, I probably it was yeah. cool because you can kind of clip them on you somewhere. Or it was like a it was like a touch, a mm-hmm. small touch, but it was it was definitely cool. Mm. And then I dropped it in, in the train, in between the train and the track, because I was very drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and never saw it again. Never saw it again. Mm. They were like, just leave a complaint or like leave a. A, a note with the MTA. I'm like, they're never gonna get it. They're no. not gonna climb down and pick up a. Fuck iPad. no, no. If they do, they'll keep it. Like, good right, for them. right. But shout out MTA workers. It was this in New York? Yeah, Barker in New York. Yeah. So it was expensive too. We need to have a podcast where we just talk in New York because I I really know nothing about that city. I've heard it described like a million different ways, and like 
I still have no sense of the geography of the, you know, what to do, what people do, what, you know, just how the culture is. I don't know. I mean, I've been there once and I, I mean, I was just seeing the sites that tourists see. So it was just kind of oh, awful. Yeah. It wasn't great. Yeah. Like, no, oh, Times Square, a bunch of TV screens. Cool. I would never go to Times Square again. It sucked. Yeah. It wasn't anything I wanted to see. Um, I like the little hole in the wall stuff though. That was kind of, yeah, cool. there are definitely a lot of those and mm-hmm. a lot of cool places, mm-hmm. a lot of good food. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of fun things to do. It's just that people suck and you have to yeah. know the right people. Oh, okay. Okay. But like, yeah, we would, um, before the pandy wandy, um, we would go to, uh, like we went to a Yankees game and we went to a club beforehand and that was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Drinks were, you know, comped. So you're the- dancing at a club and then you're heading to a game. Yeah. Do you rave? Do you, is that what you do no. when you're at the club? No, I don't. I, are you I just, are you doing what these and and telling hoes to grind on you like? That yeah, thing? that's what I'm doing. Do you did you ever understand the whole grinding thing when no. it was a? Because like, what do you do? Do you go up? Do you solicit it? Do you ask for I it? I think so. That's, I don't know. Like you, know, if you assume it and she's not into it, that's very. That's a very creepy thing yeah yeah i don't i don't know how that works i i would like to find out um yeah call in call in anybody who's ever i've grinded before but it was like i think my girlfriend maybe i've ground before or some drunk girl no some drunk girl tried one time and i was this is funny this drunk girl tried one time and i was so catholic in college i was like no and she's like oh you don't want this and I was like, N- no. <laughs> and then another one tried the same night and I gave the same response. And they're like, wow, you're so, I remember they complimented me for it. They were like, wow, you're so like, um, like true to your, to your beliefs. <laughs> you're so mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, they were into it. And I was like, Jesus has told me he's not cool with this in, in the presence of the Eucharist. <laughs> Like looking back, I'm like, God, what a prick! What an <laughs> absolute. Just, I mean, what the hell was I doing there? Just standing on the dance floor with my yeah. drink in my hand, like not accepting it. But I'm talking after, even after. I'm talking after that. I would go and I'd see guys go up to girls and start grinding on them, and and them be okay with that. But like, yeah. I was always like, no, I don't, I don't want to just try it and then get turned down because that's really you've you've literally stuck your junk on her backside and it's also like it's a very provocative very gesture yes i feel like i wouldn't want to do that to some anyone even if we were friends and it was a joke i'd be like no especially if we were friends i wouldn't but if it was someone i don't know and it's just at a club it's like i would be into it if she initiated but like, I'm not just gonna go up and like. Yeah, but how does like start trying? How does anyone initiate without right? being a little over the top? That's a good point. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, you really have to be drunk for that. Yeah. Well, this has been Cups for Christ. Uh-huh.